Welcome to I Love You So Much, the podcast about the people, places, and things we love about Austin. Our podcast is from the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman. I'm Statesman food writer Addie Broyles, and this week we're celebrating the wild world of roller derby. Austin famously relaunched this gritty blend of sport and entertainment nearly 20 years ago, and today two leagues dominate the sport in the city. The Texas Roller Girls, which skate on a flat track, and Texas Roller Derby, one of only a handful of banked track leagues across the country. TXRD, as it is known, has a new season starting this month, and we brought in Jenna Johnson, a veteran member of the Cherry Bombs, to talk about what it takes to make it in Derby, why the sport has grown so much in popularity, and how this skater-owned league continues to thrive. I also attended the championship bout in October to chat with fans about the guts and glory on display at every Texas Roller Derby game. Jenna Johnson, welcome to I Love You So Much. Thank you for having me. Okay, so the derby season is getting underway soon. I'm so excited to talk about all things roller derby with you. Hooray! So you are with the Bank Track League in Austin, Texas Great. Roller Derby. How long have you been skating with them? I've been with TXRD since 2013. And what got you interested in derby in the first place? Um, I was one of those people who saw Whip It that came out in 2009, and I didn't know how to skate at the time, but I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> what was it that was so appealing? Uh, I have always been sporty, mm-hmm. and I love football, and we don't have contact sports, you know, as as girls growing up, so it's like... That was like, yeah, Finally. I want to try that. Yeah. <laughs> and that really, actually, you've kind of summed up maybe what is the appeal of derby in general, is that you don't usually see women competing at such a fierce, intense contact way. Yeah, it's okay to, like, blow up your friends, and people, like, <laughs> give you high fives for it. Yeah. So Austin has played a really important role with the revival of derby. Can you kind of summarize that for us? Derby came about in, like, the 20s, 30s. Leo Seltzer came up with it. Uh, it was. It started out as, like, marathon uh you know racing like just go forever skate yeah Yeah, how long can you skate and what happened was it's like people as they got tired started falling down and the crowds liked that and so he's Mm. like oh let's make a game where this is the thing Mm. and so like it existed in that form for a long time it got really popular in the 70s but then it like died Mm -hmm. and so in 2001 my league txrd uh brought it back and was like let's let's you know get on a bank track and and show people what's what. My skater name was Dildozer. How many years did you skate? Ten total. I, I played for eight, uh, was retired, and then went back, and then retired last year. So ten total. What um, what made you want to skate? What, what got you into it? I just was good at skating because I grew up skating, and then... It just is an awesome sport to yeah. do and play and be a part of. Um, What's it like coming back? Uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. Um, and watching is hard, but it's fun. Good fun. Yeah. 
and what happens now? Um, they just pillow fight for 30 minutes. Sorry, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And then um, the spank alley gets to pick who wins. They're the people holding the signs okay. over there. Uh, okay. So they're going to vote who they think won. The pillow fight. The pillow fight. And this has been a tradition that's been going on. Yes. Okay. Did you ever do a pillow fight? Uh, yeah. I was very good at pillow fighting. Was not good at pillow fighting. I'm not good at wrestling or pillow fighting, but I'm good at skating. <laughs> and running into people, I guess. Right. It's a very physical sport. There's yeah. a lot of contact. Full body contact. Wow. Miller! They're showboating a little bit. Because they're doing great. I mean, showboating seems like it's part of it. Yeah, it is. It's accepted, so is fighting. Yeah. Who's the best player out here right now, would you say? Is there anybody like really? I honestly only know um, rhinestones really, really well because I've been watching them all season. And I would say Mad Maxkin or Dom Draper. They're both like doing amazing this season. Uh, Holy Rollers. Break and Bake is the one jamming right now, and she's great. Uh, uh, I need to confess right here. She is like one of the scariest blockers you will ever encounter. Just stay away. And I love her. She's in, we're nurses and we, we actually work together. So, but I'm always like, stay away from her. So do you talk about Derby when you're at work? No. It's funny, like she calls me Sarah and I call her Pam. And it's weird because her name's Anita Confess and I'm Dildozard. It's interesting dynamics. Oh my gosh. What do you feel like outsiders who've never been should know about roller derby? Um, that it is hard for these girls to do and stay physical and get done, but it's so rewarding and fun. Just fun. Yes, uh, Chrissy. Chrissy? Yep. Andrew. Oh, they, I felt bad we couldn't find the rest of the family. They're down there somewhere, so we're just How waiting. How old is your little munchkin? She's only eight. Oh my God, well, congratulations. Thank you. I know it feels silly being here with a baby. I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. I mean, there are tons of kids here. Um, well, I mean, just briefly, what do you love about Derby? Fun. It's something uh, I was just introduced to through him and his family. It's something I always saw in movies, but I didn't even know it was real. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun to see them go around. How long, how long have you been watching now? Um, this is the second season that I've seen. Which yeah. team did you say you're? Um, the Holy Rollers. The Holy Rollers. Yeah, really Laura, well. the captain on that, is his cousin. My cousin Laura, she's a captain of the Holy Rollers, so I'd love to come and see her play and see her perform. Uh, I don't get to see her often, so we come whenever she has games and uh, just watch her perform. She loves the sport, 
I like it. It's interesting. It's a, it's a race. It's something that you know most sports don't have. It's an all women's sport right now, and uh, it's just fun. Just a different environment. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, this is her first roller derby game, and it's probably not going to be her last for sure. You know, she might even play roller derby. Who knows? No, no, no. Oh, she might. I'm a roller skater, so I'm pretty sure that we're going to be able to get something like that going. So, I love skates. I love my blades. So does Laura. Her and I are two peas in a pod. So, what's the difference between Banks Track and Flat Track Derby? So they're they're really two different animals. Uh, the the rules are very different. Um, I mean, if you, you can go from one to the other, and it's like you can pick it up. But um, I, I feel like bank track is like a lot faster. Uh, the hits are harder just because you have the physics of the track working mm. with you. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I mean, our brand of T, uh, TXRD roller derby is very different from like other bank track derby because mm. we play our own rule set, which like allows fighting, and we have the penalty uh, face offs where you do like. If you do something bad, like you have to do a pillow fight or an arm wrestle or a tug of war. <laughs> well, and you've also had almost 20 years to develop it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The longest running derby organization in the country right now, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. The rail is sometimes scary to people coming in, but it's like, it's a protective, like, oh, it's a hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to hit it hard. But it's like whenever I've played flat track and I get hit, uh, it's like I could just go flying for eternity. <laughs> There's right. nothing to stop me. Because there's not an actual physical yeah. barrier there. Yeah. Um, okay, so that also makes me think about wrestling. So sure. we talked a little bit on the way up here about um, there's theatrics involved. A lot of it's real. I mean, the hits oh, are yeah, real. For sure. There's strategy. It is It is absolutely uh, not predicted, like, who's going to win. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but there's also personalities. And mm-hmm. there's names. And and personas and games. And all, it's a lot of fun. And it also has that entertainment element to it. So is that part of what draws you to the sport or what draws fans to the sport i i it drew me i it was just like a crazy scene man just to see like a pillow fight like what is this <laughs> and these people with these cool names that i'm like oh man i i want to be like rocky casbah i want to be like you know they're but it's like as you get in there you kind of know that it's people are just kind of more of what they already are mm-hmm. it's, it's not necessarily like mm. I'm putting on this this huge different thing, but some people do. It's just like uh, Anita Confess is a good example. I think you watched her uh, based on your uh, facial expression. She is a sweet, lovely human, but when she puts on the skirt, like, do not mess with her. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a way to be mo- just a different version of who you already are. Yeah. Okay, totally. so tell us about your persona. So my persona... <laughs> you can say the name. It's okay. Okay. I, I go by Mila Jukovic. And um, the, I just kind of am a jerk, (laughs) like in a fun way, I'm a delightful jerk. So it's like if a jammer gets out and I like missed her, I'll chase after her and yell at her like for the half a lap or whatever, or I'll bark at her or something. Or I just like sit on someone and like, we'll talk to them and it's like, oh, you know, you're having a hard time there. Like you think you can provoke them a little. (laughs) Yeah, provoke them a little bit. Yeah. I'm also kind of like, the enforcer, a kind of mama bear a little bit. Um, we had a Harry Potter bout recently, and one of uh, a very good skater, uh, a holy roller, was w- 
decided to be very dirty and and block this this new baby jammer for like way out of out of bounds and so i was sitting on the bench and decided i'm gonna hit her for that so i ran and i like boom hit her and i went i sat back down (laughs) so i was like don't don't mess with my baby (laughs) so what kinds of people are drawn to derby in the first place what types of professions are you seeing ages you came in not knowing how to roller skate yeah absolutely i i feel like it brings all kinds of people like i i think um we had someone, uh, someone in our fi- in her fifties. We are a twenty-one and up organization, mm-hmm. so it's a big range. And like the thing I really like about Derby is like there's no one right type of body. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a, a big blocker, like is you know, also could be a terrifying jammer. Like coming in with that speed, like I don't want to get in front of that. And uh, like, or, and you think sometimes like a little uh, person would be a uh, like only a jammer like they'd have to be like quick and whatever but it's like if you can figure out how to use your body to Mm -hmm. your advantage like I'm not the biggest person but I can take down people much larger than me because it's like I know how to use what I got Mm -hmm. so give us the basics jammers skate around they're the ones trying to lap essentially they're scoring the the points so you have a uh, pack that consists of four blockers on each team and you have a, a jammer on each team so in a jam it's one minute and so the, the first whistle will blow. Uh, three seconds later, uh, the jammers will go. And so the blockers are trying to help their jammer and stop the other jammer. So it's like offense, defense at the same time. Like it's so, it's so hard like when you're just starting to kind of get that because mm-hmm. you can only focus on one thing and there's like 47 going on at any one time. And it's all happening in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like if if my jammer gets out, okay, now I need a goat. That's like I need to sit on somebody to be a point. And it's like, but if they get away, I have to change my plan. It's always like plan A, B, C. Like you have to be able to improvise. Wow. So how do you get into the league in the first place? It takes a lot of training. Uh, the tryout period is several months long. So I would say like even so I didn't know how to skate coming in. And uh, so what I did is they started these academy classes. Uh, They're currently taught by Lacey Bones. And uh, so there's like a level one and a level two. And they kind of just teach you like how to skate. And then like level two is like, let's start doing some contact. Um, We have tryouts twice a year. And so just come, you know, see, see if you can do it. Like if you want this it it's like even if you do not know how to skate like you can learn very quickly because it's like everybody wants you to learn and it's like I personally I enjoy training because it's like I see the little babies that don't know how to skate or do anything and I'm like I will help you mm-hmm. don't worry I have I have stories I have things to help you <laughs> but the tenacity you have to come in with yeah you have hunger. to be willing to fail a lot and that's fine because it's like I came in I didn't know how to skate. I went through our newbie program three times. And and each time, like, everybody's just like, oh, man, I hope Jenna gets in the next time. Because it's like, but it was so bad, like, to start. And so you get in. If you, get, if you make it through three months, each month there's a cut. And then you get added into the league as a hired gun. And then as a hired gun, you get to skate six months where you can be an alternate for any of the teams. And after the six months, we have a draft. And it's just like football where the the team who got the uh who won the least gets the first Mm -hmm. pick and and it just goes throughout so it's like it kind of shifts the power of the league Mm -hmm. over seasons like uh, if a team is a powerhouse for a long time like they won't be forever Mm -hmm. like the holy rollers 
just won the championship, but the prior like three years they've been getting first round picks and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like it's it's really cool to see that shift in the league. So it's a skater owned league. Absolutely. So what does that mean? So uh, yeah, we it's owned and operated by us. Like we have to do everything. Like you, we have uh, like membership points you have to get every month. Every time we we skate, we have to set up the track and take the track down. It is a big commitment. So if you're not skating, you need to be doing other jobs on game day. And even, you know, sometimes you have to help with teardown and stuff too. Like I even skated, if you just skated. Yeah, I just skated. But it's like I don't want you guys to have a hard time. I will help you. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and so there's a, obviously like a leadership board and there's coaches. Oh, and yeah. There's um, ways to keep the whole league accountable, which also sounds like a really interesting kind of um, way that I kind of wish society worked in some <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Egalitarian. Okay, so you have to have tenacity. You also have to have a high threshold for pain, it seems. A, a little bit. Like you, it's not a matter of if, it's when you get hurt. <laughs> So, like, I've been pretty lucky. Like, I've been skating for almost, like, it's like seven, eight years now. And, um, like, I did fracture my tibial plateau. But that was because I didn't replace my knee pads in time. It was totally preventable. Such a dumb thing to do. Um, It's like there's a lot of sprained ankles. and, And it's like we've had somebody that, like, broke both of their hands. But it's like that's, don't grab the rail. Like, there's there's ways that you, like, learn how to avoid injury Mm -hmm. sometimes like crazy things happen and you can't prevent it but it's like a lot of things it's like yeah you were dumb (laughs) just like in any any sport right like in any sport yeah yeah. and finding that line between like you like bringing the heat to somebody yeah so you know protecting your fellow skaters because you do i mean it sounds like there's a lot of rivalries between the teams and the personalities of the teams are pretty well established yeah um like the putas and the uh, holy rollers have for a long time been not friends yeah um and so we we kind of had a little bit of a rivalry with the rhinestones this year mm-hmm. and um but like that also ebbs and flows um but yeah you don't want to hurt your teammates mm-hmm. your league mates mm-hmm. uh so it's like we'll be doing like a practice or something and it's like there's a difference between a hit at practice and a hit in the game because mm-hmm. it's like the, the the hit in the game i need to stop you this is for keeps mm-hmm. uh, but i also don't want to injure you well, because you Critically. want the league to succeed. Right. I mean, you know, I also, it's hard to keep anything going for more than a decade. And now you guys are coming up on two decades. Right. And so all of the skaters who are playing now are not the original skaters. Correct. So like they had the to average. Pass on the, the norms of the league. Sure. Like the average tenure of a skater is, is like three years. So I'm, I'm definitely at the elderly <laughs> skater age. Uh, but it's like, it's, I, I'm still having a good time. My body is still holding up. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to keep doing this. Me and my uh, friend Scrappy, who came in together, she's like, you're doing 10 years with me, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and you said it's really like a full-time job. It's a part-time job, but it's a full-time job. Because you don't lot. get paid. You, you don't, don't get, get paid. paid. Yeah. The um, And it depends on, like, what league job you have, uh, to, like, how much time you're spending, like, on a daily basis. I'm the hired gun manager. And so these are the people that just got in the league. They're trying to navigate, like, how do I get my points? How do I get my practices in? I think this person hates me. <laughs> like, You're help, a therapist Help, as well. please, mom. Yeah, yeah this is the way <laughs> I am a therapist. So practices are different teams, different girls from different teams, you know, practicing at the same time? 
So uh, each week we have, like, each day there's two practices. So, like, Mondays there's an open league practice that anybody can go to, and there's rhinestone practice. And, like, Wednesdays is ours, and it's it's uh, our Cherry Bombs is first and Hellcats is second. Sometimes we open it to the other teams, and sometimes we don't. But the higher guns can go to all of them. Mm. And so they have to, like, manage, do I want to go on a double all these times to make sure many- all these people are seeing me? But also not burn myself out because that happens. Because how many practices could you reasonably do in a week? I, I mean, mean, you should more than three. Probably you can definitely. Yeah. So yeah, two I think is about average. But it's like if if guns they will get into going to five, six, seven, and it's just like hey, you also need to listen to your body. You need like a, a recuperating day. Wow. At, or two. And so you're having to set up the track each time, or tell me about where the bouts usually happen. I went to the championship bout, and it was out at the Expo Center, but right. not all of your bouts are No, not all of them are there. I think uh, in 2020, all of our bouts are at the Palmer Event Center, mm. so it's on Barton Springs Road. And uh, yeah, so on game day, we have a practice track that lives at our warehouse, and, and it's so just it's just up all oh, the time. <laughs> and so it's very sturdy and can take you know being skated on every single day. Our uh, our game track is like lighter, and so you can move it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have to bring it in on trucks in the morning and build it. Be done by about four. Game starts at you know seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's all ages shows. Yes. And so you have some fervent kid fans, I've yes, seen. Yes, I love the kid fans. Yeah. Like, they want us to sign, like, their posters and stuff, and it's adorable. It's like, can I have a picture with you? Of course. Do you have any <laughs> players now who maybe grew up watching it? Uh, I I think so. Uh, like, there's there's more people that it's just like, oh, I've just always come to this uh, mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. we've been around for a while. Uh, so, like, longtime fans who maybe... Have been coming since the beginning. Right. And so uh, there was one skater, uh, her name is Trouble, that she skated Junior Derby. And she was like, we were, we, she was a great skater. She, she still is. But she, like, we were just waiting for her to turn 21. Please come play. I know you want to. We see you at all the games. You're a fantastic skater. D- so, age. So she's going to be, <laughs> so as soon as she hits 21, she'll be in. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she got 21 and she got in. And we're like, oh, hooray, oh, finally. So what's up with the, the junior derby? So um, we have a uh, cadets uh, group uh, that's that will go and play bank track uh, leagues. Uh, there's also TXJRD, which is a flat track. Uh, I believe it was started by Cherry Chainsaw, which is the, the namesake of the Cherry Bombs, my team. Um, and so there's kids growing up playing this, and, like, they're so good. Like, I'm like, you're so much better than me. Like, when you get here, I'm going to be toast. Yeah. That's a good sign, right? Yeah, it's so good. It's like, yeah, you want your kids to be smarter and better than you in every way, but it's so humbling. Yeah, we have, uh, so uh, there's a bank track tournament every year called Battle on the Bank, and um, especially, like, the Seattle uh, peeps, uh, they're so good. And we've been watching them, you know, for five years or whatever. And it's like, uh, those are my favorite games because, like, they're so springy. <laughs> where, where does the Battle of the Banks happen? Um, it changes every year. So last year was in Houston. And I think uh, this year will, or like 2020, will be in Florida, maybe. I can't remember. How many derbies leagues are there now? There are seven or eight. Uh, the bank track? And the bank track. Yeah. yeah it's a lot less... Uh, prevalent 
because, I mean, it's so hard to have a space for, for your track. Mm-hmm. So it's like with flat track, it's all over the world, and there's thousands upon thousands of leagues. Wow. And it's, it's, you need a flat place and, like, a rope around the, that's it, but the, the exterior. Really but the bank, build, it's a, really a commitment. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that all of the leagues kind of share is, like, commiserating about, like, how hard it is to find a space or stay in a space. I know, like, San Diego got booted from their space because, like, there was permitting issues and they weren't supposed to have this thing here. That happened to us as well, which is why we live in Buda now. And so it's like, it's a constant battle to just like, let's find a, a space that will house us. But also like Austin is getting so expensive. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to move around. Well, and you know, no, nobody's getting paid. It's a labor no, of love. Yeah. Right. It's all sale ticket sales at the door and sponsorships. And you know, it wouldn't exist if people didn't feel really passionate. Yeah, about absolutely. It, so. Um, so the, Championship Cup is named after a beloved derby player who passed away maybe a decade ago. Will you tell us about Ann Covello? Yeah, Ann Covello uh, is who our Covello Cup, the championship, is named after. Uh, she was known as the Demon of the Derby, and she skated in seven decades. And she just loved being the heel. Like, she wanted people to boo her. Like, the more you booed, the better a job she felt she was doing. And, like, we she grab people by their head and throw them down and hit them in the face with her knee. And like, there was some crazy stuff going on. And she, uh, some people in our league actually got to meet her in 2005 and they got to, uh, we had a, a napkin, like a cloth napkin that we had her sign, uh, that says, you know, that I and Calvello give TXRD, uh, permission to use my name for all of eternity for your championship, uh, Calvello Cup. That's so great. Yeah. yeah, I read online she last skated in 2001, yeah. and then I think she died at age 76 in 2006. So yeah. bless her heart. Okay, so you got into this because you saw Whip It. Correct. There are some other movies and things that people can watch or read if they want to learn more about Derby. First of all, you can watch the bouts live on the Facebook page. Correct. TXRD. If you, yeah, TXRD uh, on Facebook uh, is... Uh, I think it's TXRD colon Texas Roller Derby. Is and how you find and there are past bouts. So if you just want to like get yeah. a sense of it. I also there. have a YouTube page called TXRD Historian that has like a lot of old stuff. Like we used to be uh, shown on KCWX in uh, San Antonio. And so a bunch of those old uh, bouts are there. And stuff that we filmed like 2012, 2011, wow. like, yeah. There was um, that television show called Roller Girls. Yes. And so I think, um, and then I also read that there was a, a an exhibit at the Bullock State History Museum. Yeah, that was amazing. I, I felt a little like uh, a league of their own, that kind of stuff, where people, like, from Derby Pass were coming, and I was like, it was amazing to see, like, people looking at the wall at pictures of themselves, <laughs> like, from years ago, and, like, everybody's, like, you know, bout fits and, and like they, we had uh, like footage on the wall and stuff. I was like, oh man, that's me. That's my friend that's like plastered on the wall. Like amazing. And you said some of your gear was maybe even yeah. on exhibit. Yes. And we're like, it's a good thing it was behind glass because everything in Derby stinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jenna, thank you so much for coming into I Love You So Much. Uh, if you want to check out some of the bouts this year, you can find the schedule on uh, the website. What's the website again? TXRD.com. There you go. You can buy tickets ahead of time. And uh, the bouts go all the way through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Right? October, I think, is when the championship happens. I think this year it might be September. Okay. It might be. A, yeah. Yeah. But uh, check out some of those bouts if you want to help support Texas Roller Derby. That 
That's our show. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps other people find our podcast to learn more about the people, places, and things that make Austin so special. You can find more than 100 past episodes at austin360.com slash loveaustin360 or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to pitch us an idea for the show or give us feedback, shoot us a note at loveaustin360 at statesman.com. I love you so much. The Austin 360 podcast is a production of the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman. This episode was produced by Alyssa Vidalis. Our theme music is from the local band Hardproof, which you should definitely check out at hardproofmusic.com. We couldn't do the show without you, dear listeners, and we can't thank you enough for lending us your ears, your comments, and your sweat-stained knee pads. Until next week, we'll see you cheering on the cherry bombs or the Hellcats at the Palmer Event Center. Bye.